Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Mel. And I'm Trish. And this is the Don't Give a 50 podcast. Let's make getting old the new gold, as oh, you say. I like that. I like that one too. That was mine. I think that was mine. Hello there, it's Mel and Trish. Welcome to this week's episode of Don't Give a 50, the podcast for midlife women who dare to be awesome and just don't give a 50 like us. Don't forget to rate, review, share with a friend and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. You can follow us on Instagram at don'tgiver50 and email us at hello at don'tgiver50.com.au. We'd love to hear from you. Tell us what topic you'd like us to tackle next. Don't be shy because, you know, Trish and I aren't. This is a judgment-free zone and we're always happy to hear from you. We've mentioned before that we're firmly committed to showcasing the regular 50-ish women amongst us doing extraordinary things. Each has a story to tell and for most there's an event or a series of events or a specific situation that has set them on a particular path and made them the women they are today. And today we're chatting to one such woman, our very delightful friend, Kate Stocks. Hello, Kate. Hello, girl. Oh, that was a bit high. You can tell I'm excited. You can tell she's one of my faves. She's got, one of those, she's got that high-pitched voice going. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for inviting me to where the magic happens, girls. Oh, man, that's oh, us. And magic it is, okay. as you can see. So I'm going to tell our audience a little bit about you. So Kate and her husband Mark co-founded Jet's 24-Hour Fitness with friends Brendan and Christy Levinson in 2006. By 2011, it had grown to be Australia's third largest fitness chain with over 120 outlets across Australia and 15 in New Zealand. In September 2011, Kate and Mark sold out of Jet's, which went on to be awarded the Business Review Weekly Fast 100 that same year. Kate is now the CEO and founder of Inspire Cycle and Box, a boutique fitness brand that not only focuses on the body but the mind. Whether you're riding a bike stationary, 
that goes nowhere but takes you everywhere or punching it out in the dark room to heavy beats. The Inspire Cycle motto is come for your body, stay for your mind. Kate founded Inspire Cycle in 2016 out of the need to create an exercise experience that combined both mindfulness and aerobic activity. She wanted to create a happy place where you could walk about feeling better than when you walked in, a place of authentic connection and community. Kate has done all this while raising two beautiful daughters, both now young adult women. So welcome again, second time round. <laughs> Thanks, Mel. Thanks Sorry, I, I tend to go a little bit early sometimes. <laughs> I've, done enough, I've done enough talking now, Kate. We want to <laughs> pass over to you. I think everyone's sick of hearing my voice. It sounds like a, a smooth sailing journey of success and achievement, but there's always so much more to a story. And so what we want to know is what exactly inspired your need to create an exercise experience that combines mindfulness and aerobic activity. Mm. So Kate, tell me, where did it all begin? (laughs) Well, sweethearts. (laughs) Well, it was a journey, like you said. It was not easy and it hasn't been easy. It's probably been one of the hardest things I've done in my life. You know, yes, we've had fitness in the background differently. I guess Jets was a lot easier to get off the ground than Inspire Cycle has been. But in saying that, it's been a journey in the fact that uh, I'm going to be quite vulnerable here. We started this because of one of my children and she actually had um, mental health issues from 13 and that went on for quite a while. And every teenager gets depressed. They all get sad. But there is a point where you get more than that, like it becomes an, an issue and it becomes a big problem. Mm. And I think you don't speak about it and I think mental health even back then, and that was, what, eight years ago, was sort of taboo. Yeah. You know. There's it, still still a large stigma attached to it. There is. And, and, and you don't want to be branded. Yeah. No, and, and it so shouldn't be. And I, I think there's a long, well, I think we're getting to the point of being more accepting and... I think the information out there is a lot better. And I also think the younger generation are talking about it more, which is good. But in saying all of that, there's still a stigma. There is. And I think too, you know, with her, I didn't go lightly on getting her antidepressants and and things like that. Like I took her to the proper people. I I got help. And it wasn't until I saw a child psychologist with her that we went down the antidepressant route. And everywhere we went was mindfulness, endorphins. So this was a repeated message you were hearing along this journey. So you were talking about psychologists were talking about this? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And and I guess, you know, there is such a big correlation between physical health and mental health. Mm -hmm. And mindfulness is being in the now and physical activity produces endorphins. But back then there was nothing that combined the two. And I guess there's science backed that once you start doing a physical activity, say like cycling or indoor cycling, and, you know, you get through about 20 minutes in, in, a, in a ride, then you start producing things like dopamine and serotonin and that's, that's good for you. But once you get past that 30 minute, you start producing endorphins, which is the feel good. Yeah. And back then there was yoga. And you tell a 13, 14-year-old kid to sit there while their minds are going crazy in silence. 
They, they can't. I can't do that even now. <laughs> yeah. I struggle. I struggle. We've talked I'm about the that person previously. giggling up the back because somebody farted. I mean, really. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Or trying desperately not to. Yeah. And thinking about, oh, my God, I've got to do this, what, you know. Yeah. Like, yes, yeah. yes. And how yep. come my pose doesn't look like her pose? That's right. That's right. <laughs> how come my pretzel doesn't look like her pretzel? <laughs> Oh, and even um, meditation can be extremely challenging for a lot of people, me included, because yes. I find it hard to shut down the mind. Mm. So, yeah, you're right. So if you're 13, 14, yes. yoga may not be your thing. No. I don't know a lot of 13 and 14-year-olds that do yoga. They're out there. I think there's a new generation that are more accepting of things that, that we weren't. Okay. Yeah. They're not in my is house. It, is it, I was about to say, who are they? Is it <laughs> an acceptance thing or is it just they want to do it? I think that with social media and I think following a, a whole range of different people, they're mm. open to a few different things. But in saying that, Gordo's away at the moment, so Wiley still will come in with me. And Do uh, yoga. when Gordo's away, no, 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 just at night time to oh. sleep. And I the other night said, mate, oh, he wriggles so much. I'm like, mate, stop wriggling. Yeah. Stop wriggling. And anyway, I went, because he was wriggling so much, I needed some help winding down. So I said, I'm going to put on meditation and I'm not going to use my earphones. And he was out the door. He was out the door seconds. in a minute. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, okay, so your daughter, yeah, was not interested in not the only sort of mindful activities, mindfulness activities that were available at the time, sort of mainstream. She wasn't interested in anything. Her whole life was just out of control. Yeah. You know, every aspect of her life was out of control. I guess she was doing really badly at school. She was misbehaving. She was losing friends, you know, like it was it was a, a kid in turmoil. But And because they don't really even understand. That's the whole mental health, isn't it? Like when you're in that spiral, you you don't think logically about the consequences or what's happening or you know, I know when I'm in, in a bit of a mood or a bit of a funk, you know, logically you're going, No, that's okay, but really you can't think straight. No. Don't, and like her mind would have been just mm-hmm. in turmoil and she wouldn't have known how to, to get out of that. No, and I, I guess, I mean, I don't know how she felt, but I know how it was affecting my family and how we were feeling. And like some days our house was a war zone. Yep. And then you'd sort of walk out that door and you put your screensaver on and no one knew what was going on behind closed doors, but... We were struggling and yeah. and 99.9% of our parenting was going towards one child and the other one was sort of fading in the background. Yeah. But I think getting her on to antidepressants and that was actually, it was really hard because she didn't like feel, that feeling. She was bombed out. And when they're teenagers, it's harder to get the right antidepressant for a teenager. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of playing with this and playing with that and it can send them down a spiral or, you know, and it bombs them out. So she was walking around exhausted, bombed out and not liking the way she felt anyway. And, and the thing is too, you know, when you've got these teenagers, you know, who maybe are pushing the boundaries but you also don't, and I know this with the medication, you don't want to totally erode that sparkle. And it does. Yeah. yeah. It does. And then you try and get them at school and concentrate. Well, she was just labelled a naughty kid, you know, and... And she was a naughty kid, you know, she was a shithead at the time. <laughs> but if they actually sat down and worked out what was going on with her, the turmoil in that mind must have been horrendous. Yeah. And exactly that. It's the neuroscience of the mind. It was how her mind was firing at that time. Yeah. So with 
with all of these doctors telling me about the endorphins and the mindfulness, we took off overseas and researched, you know, what companies actually were doing this at the time. And in America... Sorry, why did you go overseas specifically? There was nothing in Australia. There really Mm -hmm. wasn't. And it wasn't spoken about. I think yoga really was one of the only things that produced the mindfulness but didn't have as many endorphins, I don't think, you know. And for young people it wasn't fun like, it's not cool. Yeah. It's not cool. Mm. So we went around and found Soul Cycle in the States and Cycle London in London, London UK. <laughs> <laughs> London. Man, we are Fancy geniuses. Geniuses with that one. We should be detectives. I know. <laughs> and then, you know, there's also boxing and different outlets as well. Mm. And what we did was we, Mark was an avid rider, cyclist at that time too. So he connected with that a little bit more. We decided to come back to Australia and and think about it and do it. And I think going the whole ethos of Inspire is being in a dark room. So you you leave your troubles at that door and you go into that room, you're anonymous, but you're actually riding with a community. So I think that's really important for people to have a community because it's quite lonely when you're going through mm. mental health issues. Mm. And I think... Just even being part, not even knowing anyone, just sitting in there is a great thing to do. So, Kate, at this stage, what you were hoping to achieve, you and Mark were hoping to achieve, was to bring an activity to Australia that Combined your daughter with. could be involved in yes. to help her. Yes, yes, mm. and help anyone else out there that was struggling. To You know, we're all busy with our phones, our, you know, our lives, and yep. to actually get a place where phone's not in there, there's no telemetry, so it's it's a dark room. There's music. It is loud. It's like a nightclub. <laughs> and you go in there and the whole idea of it is to get on a bike and work your butt off mm-hmm. and let those ser- the serotonin and the dopamine all take hold but just get into the music and it's quite a complex workout because we do push-ups on the bike and weights on the bike and it's really like dancing yes. on the bike. It is. <laughs> I must say that I have done it and I absolutely loved it. I took my daughter, Lily, who absolutely loved it, and some of her friends from school and they all adored it. Even one of my friends or Lily's friend's mother said, thank you so much. I haven't been able to find anything that would motivate my daughter and she's just in love with it. So, yeah. yeah. And I found that because the lights are dark, you're not concerned about what you look like and I also make sure that I'm up the back row in the dark (laughs) so no one can tell what I'm doing up there. There's no one behind me and I just love the music and sometimes I can do the up, down and a bit of choreography to go along with it but it doesn't matter if you can't. No. No. It's it's, fast. It's fast. Fun and the music is fun. Mm, The instructors are great. Yes, and the instructors are a key part. They're very motivational and one of the special things about our instructors is that they are almost like performers and they get everyone in that mood and in that zone but they also start giving out good vibes but also proper messaging like good messaging and motivational messaging and people, once they get to a certain point in the workout, they're exhausted, so after the 30-minute mark, and that's when all the good stuff starts happening. It starts getting into people's minds and the endorphins start coming in and it, there's a connection then. And we have a, a track called the Inspire Track and that seems to be where people connect with the music, they listen to what the instructors are saying and they take away something good in their day from that. And I think... That part of it is a really special part for me, that that whole Inspire 
track is yeah. really important. So I'd say what's that that anchoring, I guess, the yes. body's in a chemical state and then they put the, the messages in and anchor them in so you feel good mm. for longer. And people cry. Mm. In, those, in that sometimes because you, you don't know what people are walking in with, what's going on in their lives, and sometimes it might be something the music, some song that triggers something yeah. or something the instructor says. And we do have people that actually break down and cry in that particular track. track. Just yeah. in the moment. that release. Yes. Mm. Which yeah. is brilliant. Yeah. And I might go today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's, um, yeah. It's been a journey, like I said. And I think one thing that stuck with me was I didn't actually tell this story until much later. And mm. one of the girls that was doing Inspire from the beginning she wrote me an email and I remember sitting at this restaurant in Noosa thinking, oh, my gosh, Mark, I don't know because everyone in Australia connected spinning with Les Mills. Yep. And it was really hard to educate the market. And I'm, who's Les Mills? I'm so sorry. No, I know Have Les I Mills been are. living under a rock? But some, yep. some of our audience may, like me, not know who Les Mills okay. is. No, well, you go to Les Mills classes at um, I do. Good Life. I do. Yeah. yeah. So, they oh, produce... so is it like a cycling class? Yeah. There's, no, he does all sorts of, he does the choreography and the, choreography yeah. and the music and then I'm, I suppose the gyms must yeah, they buy, buy the programs. The programs. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there's pump, there's RPM, there's oh, body okay. balance, yes. there's... So RPM Hits is very much, you know, you're going against Kind of like Oz style aerobics back yes. in the... Yeah, you did all Without that. Without the leg yeah. warmers. Yeah, right. Yeah. Leo Sayer. Yes. No, not Leo Sayer. He looked like Leo Sayer. What was his name? Yeah, yeah. What was his name? Oh, I can't get back to you on either. that one. Yeah, no, no, no. Google it, girlfriend. Yeah. Google it. Yep, keep yeah. going. And so I guess that was really hard because people didn't really know what we were or what we did because and how it differed, you know, and it is very different to a... RPM class, so. Yeah, um, it is and different to an RPM class. Yes, completely different style, yeah, yeah. everything. Anyway, this girl wrote us this email saying that she'd done 10 years of therapy and she found Inspire Cycle to be the best thing that's ever happened to her. And, you know, she still comes to this day, but she doesn't come all the time. She might drop mm. off for six months mm. and that she'll come back. When she needs it. Yeah. That's a boom moment there. Yeah. Isn't and it? I cried. Yeah. I actually cried. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, because you're making a difference in someone's life. Yes. So that which is completely awesome. Mm-hmm. Kate, I'm interested in the process of actually when you discovered the cycle business in the States and the cycle business in London, mm-hmm. how do you then bring that back and tailor it and make it suitable for Australians? Okay, so we had to bring it back in the fact that I, I couldn't teach it. I was hopeless with all that sort of stuff. <laughs> I've I, seen you on the bike. Oh, yeah. Come on, Kate. You are brilliant. Yeah, you, no, ha- you, you can style. ride with the young I ones, I can ride, <laughs> I can ride, but I can't stay in river them anymore. I'm not that fast. But, yes, it's evolved quite dramatically. <laughs> we asked a girlfriend of mine who was ex Soleil at the time and she could teach. So in our little cottage at our place in Palmwoods, mm-hmm. we had a separate dwelling and uh, we turned that into a makeshift bike studio. And in there we got together and played music and worked out a program that we thought worked okay and there was all these things called Beats Per Minute and I was thinking, oh, my gosh, you know, and we had to bring that back and try and work out what would that be. And then we got 10 bikes in there and put an ad out to perspective bloody instructors and um, and they had to travel to Inspire at Palmwoods and um, I just remember alfoiling windows to make it dark and we had theme rides in there and 
It was quite interesting. That would have been exciting actually. It was Because you're developing something new. Yes. Such a creative process as mm. well. It was. It was. Was there, was there a lot of interest? There was at the time because it was different. It was really different to what people had done and, and I think we got some dancers and I've still got some of the OGs, which is lovely, instructing for us and that's, you know, six years down the track. So, so yeah. Kate, where, like that's a really specific thing that you were recruiting for. Where, where would you go to recruit for someone like that? We just put an ad in Seek. Okay. And then, and Fair then, enough. <laughs> no, but then we also did, um, we, yeah. we targeted dancers. Um, okay. Okay. And why? Were, because they are performers because it really is a performance. It's and they're not fit. Just, yeah. yeah. They're fit. And also you have to be able to listen to music and ride to the beat and take that on to the rest of the class, you know. And so you really do need to have a little bit of a musical background because someone that can't hear music they just can't ride to the beat. And let's face it, we've all done an aerobics class in the 80s or 90s with an aerobics instructor that didn't have any rhythm. That's yeah. nothing worse. Yeah, and we're all wearing G-string leotards. That's right. <laughs> flesh coloured tights. <laughs> Shiny ones. Kate, with the messages that you were talking about in the Inspire track, that mindfulness track, where do the instructors get the messages from? Is that something that's just organic in them and they deliver some sort of a message yeah, I say to them to pick playlists. They do their own playlists and something that they connect with and they might be feeling something in that day and they need to bring that to that group. We all have our off days and so they have to be genuine and authentic when they deliver their messaging. And also we've had a lot of younger instructors. Mm-hmm. So I'm a 50-year-old lady not wanting to take advice from a 21-year-old in the class. So that was also a barrier that we had to come uh, you know, get through and they've learned how to do that. So sometimes they inspire by motivation. Sometimes they inspire, like we have, we call Jake our regular Tony Robbins in there because he's, <laughs> he's pretty bloody inspiring. Trish he's amazing. Loves Tony Robbins. I don't mind a bit Jake, of Tony Robbins myself. Yeah, Jake's yeah. amazing. I've walked off of over hot coals with Tony <laughs> back in the day. I tell you what, I'd walk over hot coals for him now because he's, he, he, yeah, he's, he's amazing. with age. Yeah, yeah, and he, he just has so many great messages. But yeah. if you came to a um, Jake Inspire class, you know, he gives off the Tony Robbins vibe, you know, and it's not, it's not too over the top but it gets in. Okay. Or provoking. Yeah. So do you is. find that um, instructors like Jake, they are the ones that connect better with your like 50-plus I think so. Customers? I think so. It depends. I think a lot of people come for the music as well. Yeah. So if they like a particular type of music, they get into whatever it is in that room, the zone in that room. And I think it's really special because, you know, you get there and you sing your heart out, you're still doing exercise, you're having fun, mm. and you actually walk, you walk out feeling so much better than when you walked in because yep. some days... Oh, you do. Yeah. Some days I feel like I don't want to do this today. And then... Yep. You go to a class and you go, oh, gee, I feel good. Yeah. And you can sing so loud and you can't even hear yourself. Yeah. So yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And I have to say too, I do like the fluoro lights. Yes. Big fan. Why everyone's yeah. teeth goes purple. <laughs> and I know that the girls that I would take had the favourite instructors cause, and a lot of that was due to the playlist that they chose. That's right. That's mm. right. And I think, yeah, it, it's important, the playlist, just as, yeah. you know, just as the workout's important and I think... Nowadays we, we cater to a very broad age range. So our youngest I think is 13 and our oldest is in his late 70s. Wow. Yeah. And we have families that come together, which is really beautiful. 
And we also have a lot of girls that have eating disorders and, you know, there's so much going around these days. A lot of young girls from schools that in year 11 say and they're, they're studying for exams and they now are coming in to inspire and I think it's a great stress relief in that time. Absolutely. Well, the yeah. girls loved it and I got out of a routine of coming and taking them but I must get back into it because I loved it. Mm. Yes. And now we have a boxing element too um, we've, which we've just added and um, and that is also same. It's, you know, in a dark room, hot, big music and it's about you in the bag, really. Yeah, talk about good stress release at the end of yeah. the day. Yeah, punch that bag. Nothing and better. Is there also that inspire track there as yes. well? Like, yep. okay, so channeling that mindfulness once again, that yep. element. And that freestyle, we just let people do whatever they want to do in that time. And it's a time where you can just either punch out, get on the floor, do heaps of push ups, do whatever you feel like doing, but listening to that music, that track. And, um, can, and you the li- can you lie on the ground and do nothing? You can. You can have a little rest. You can. A little <laughs> can. Maybe we should create like an extra room where you just go and dance and sing. Yeah. yeah that could yeah. be the next arm um, of your business. Well, that's it. It could be Inspire Cycle Box and Dancing. Well, we actually disco. Do. <laughs> disco for the 50s who don't want to go out after 9pm. Oh, we, we do do that. We do the dancing once a month with Scott. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, yeah. I mean, in. Trish and I need to book in for that, Kate. We need to get bored with that one. <laughs> I know it's all about feeling good. It's good nowadays because there's so many other elements of fitness that mindfulness is now a big thing in the fitness industry, which is great. Yeah. I, I'm really interested back to the beginning of the journey that when you bring your baby home from your hospital, from the hospital, sorry. With you, no instruction manual, I might add. Correct. You don't know what to expect. You don't know how this is going to unfold and you don't, you and your husband at that time don't put a plan together for mental health. No. For this little bundle. Right, okay, what's going to be the mental health plan? So I would imagine it's, and my daughter had definitely had um, struggled with serious um, episodes of anxiety when she Mm -hmm. was younger, but do you freeze in the overwhelm? Where do we start? Or do you action a plan? I take my hat off to you and Mark for just deciding, okay, this is, you know, we've hit crisis point or we're at a critical moment, you know, right now. Mm. We've got to find something. We've got to do something. We have to action a plan. Or do we just maintain what we're doing at the moment? So obviously, you know, she was receiving some treatment and there were things in place that you were doing. There were. And interesting, like she took herself off cold turkey, the antidepressants, which was a really bad thing to do. But not uncommon. A lot of people with mental health issues Mm. do that and Mm. I guess they start Mm. to feel good because of the medication and then think, well, hang on, I don't really need that. That's not me. She wasn't feeling good because of the medication. It was probably the opposite. She was feeling bombed out and didn't want to take it. And I think something that she said to me that rang true was, Mum, it is actually more acceptable to take drugs at school than antidepressants. And that's okay. how she felt wow. at the time. I guess it was, you yeah. know. You look at what's going on at schools now and, and it probably was at the time. And and so that was her thing. She just was like, no. And then I ended up, a girl, good girlfriend of mine, Wendy, she had talked to me about taking Charlotte out of school and I decided to, to do that And um, in Year 10. So at the end of year 10, she left school and... Um, I thought you were going to say homeschool then. No, no. We, she I was ended going to say going, a better woman than me. No. <laughs> um, and this is around the time when um, Inspire had opened up in Brisbane and I mm. thought I that really don't think the academic system is everyone. right for everyone. 
No, it wasn't. And and to be honest, she was just causing havoc, mm. at, you know, in classes and stuff there. So, and it wasn't working for her and I was spending all this money, you know, mm. for nothing. Mm. So then she went to beauty school in Brisbane and and that that wasn't what she wanted to do either. But she would come to Inspire and do classes and I, I think that really helped her. But to her credit, mm. she stopped eating any processed foods. She got herself clean on a clean diet and she exercised. Mm. And that was a real turning point for her mental health. Now I have a very normal daughter now yeah. who is not on antidepressants. She still struggles with depression yep. and um, but it's nothing like it was. She is doing university, yeah. you know, and so doing so well at university and I think a message for all parents out there, you know, don't give up on your kid, you know, because it's so easy and it's a lonely place as a parent as well because, mm. you know, you don't go to, to your girlfriends and say, oh, my child's Which got. Which you really should. You know, we should be able to say that to one another and I think it's getting better. I think the stigma of, you know, everything that we don't share is getting better that we are a bit more vulnerable and a bit more honest. Yeah, I think so too. I think it, it's different to when it was, uh, what it was back then, I Absolutely. think even then. agree. Yeah, but it was quite a lonely place because you, for her and I, you know, yeah. and, you know, my family um, yeah. because it's, it's difficult. you don't know what to it's do. Tough. No. All you want to do is have a ha- chi- happy child. Yeah. That's and the ultimate goal, isn't it? it? If you're asked what's your ultimate goal is to have a happy child. Yes, happy, to healthy child. To get them child. there is, mm-hmm. can be incredibly challenging. It and can. this is this is the, you know, the curveballs that life yeah. throws up at us. That's right. So, Kate, how do you think that um, or how do you feel perceptions of mindfulness have changed since you began the business? So in the last eight years, what have you seen change in that time? I think there's a lot more more information about mindfulness out there, you know, and there's a lot more, it's integrated into so many more things, like even the schools now have things with mindfulness integrated into them. Whereas when she was at school, that wasn't really a thing. And and I think it's more aware that people need to be in the now. All of us as humans need to be in the now. And it's hard for some people to do that and especially young people. I mean, you know, like I said, it's hard for me to do that. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. It's absolutely just so difficult, you know, and I say before that, you know, we should be honest, we should be vulnerable, but that's a really hard thing to do sometimes. Yeah, it really And is. sometimes if you are hurting yourself with a bit of mental health issues, it's you, well, I say you, um, talking in the third person, but um, like I know that I tend to, I tend to withdraw mm. and go into my own little world. And then if I talk to a friend or talk to someone, I'll feel better, but you don't do that initially. Which is what you were alluding to before, Kate. You know, you were saying that it was a lonely place that you were trying to deal for both you and your daughter, that you were trying to deal with it on your own. Yes. And even though they say, you know, the old adage, a problem shared is a problem halved, you don't want to burden people, especially when it's an ongoing problem. Yeah. And I think too, when you have a kid that is naughty, (laughs) you get judged and they get judged. Mm. Um, But also... Like we have the Are You OK days now, mm. which is a great thing for everyone. Mm. People might ask Are You OK, but do they actually understand when, what, when that you, means. what that means? And But also when you don't deal with mental health, you don't really understand it. If I had a kid that had cancer, mm. I would get so much support from other people because they'd understand that they would be there for you. But yes. having a child that has mental health issues, that's sort of like, oh, 
You know, that's a fascinating point. Yeah, and that's I, a fascinating point. So true. Mm. It's mm. really true. It's and really I, I remember just thinking to myself at that point, she's being judged as naughty, which she is being naughty, mm. but. There's a reason behind there's it. There's such a, yeah, there's reasons behind this. And, and it's complex. It's complex. Mm. And, but then, you know, how can people understand? Because they're not living the life that we're living. Yeah. And it's, I think it's, it's so different. all about the education, isn't it? Mm. It's all it's, about, you know, the community educating and, and learning what that means. Yes. So, Kate, what are you most proud of? I think, I, well, I'm most proud of, I think, my family and particularly. Charlotte, overcoming all her obstacles to get to a point now. I'm proud of Holly. She's been amazing. Like my two daughters I just love to death, you know, and I'm proud of building a business that, you know, has taken a long time to build but it's it's doing really well and it's helping people in the community. Exactly. And at its foundation, that's what it is designed yes. to do, isn't it? It's to help others. Yeah, and make people feel better about themselves. And Lovely thing to do every day. Yeah, and yeah. it's nice because we don't do challenges on weight and how people look. We do challenges about, you know, how many rides you can do and, and, and little successes and in your own success. Wearing sequins? Yes. Maybe, Trish, you could do that one. Trish, you oh, could sure. do that. We'll come in for a sequin ride any day. Oh, my gosh. Not sequin bike pants. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I must say, they the, seat position, the seat position is key. I was going to say. First <laughs> time I did it, I was experiencing a little bit of discomfort downstairs for a couple of days, but then I realised that it was... The position, the seat, seat position, just yeah. change it. Does you need to bike set up right, darling? Yes. So we have Work got one uh, one final question, Kate, that we ask all our fifty-ish guests, and that is, if you could go back in time, what would the fifty-ish Kate say to the twenty-ish Kate? Mm. Well, I would say, accept yourself the way you are. Don't waste your energy on people that do not see your self worth, mm. and love yourself more, and forgive yourself for the mistakes that you perceived that you made back then because all of those mistakes got you to that point where you are now and it's actually not a bad point. Yeah. We are tough on ourselves and Trish yeah. and I have talked about that very point yes. you know, on the podcast that we are. So, mm. yeah. yeah. Well, we are so proud of you, gorgeous Kate, and we're oh so gosh. proud yeah. to call you our friend. Yeah. I mean, all that all of you have done for your family and all you were doing for everyone else. I think it's wonderful. We I will- wish I lived closer so I could do it more often. Yeah. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll get it organised. We right. will put some links to Inspire Cycle and Box and um, get there. On the show do it. Notes. It's fun. It's, yeah, it's so much fun. fun. As it's fun, and you'll so sweat thank a lot. You so much for coming in and <laughs> sharing you. your story so openly and so vulnerably. Thank we you very much it. for having me, and I love you, girls. So, where? Too. Hang on, before we go, mm. where can people find Inspire Cycle? Well, Inspire Cycle is in Brisbane, in Tenerife, but we are franchising at the moment, so watch this space. Look out. Yeah. So by now, we all agree, life is for living. Buy the shoes, the handbag and coats, eat the cake, drink the wine, not only the good stuff, but wear your good stuff. Buy local, get inspired, ride that bike. If you're stuck, count five, four, three, two, one and go. Do whatever you want. Just look after and be kind to yourself and don't give a 50 because we are all awesome regardless of age and living is an absolute privilege. And his name, ladies, is Richard Simmons. Ah, yes.
Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.